0: WSJM News Now. Team coverage from the WSJM Newsroom on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. WSJM News is brought to you by the Town Crier Wire. Download your free local news app today at the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf. A 22-year-old Hartford man is facing a charge of homicide in the death of an 18-month-old boy. The Van Buren County Sheriff's Department says on April 23rd of 2021, the Hartford Police Department was dispatched to Waterville Hospital on a report of an 18-month-old baby appearing with trauma due to possible child abuse. The baby lived with his mother and her boyfriend on Elmwood Street in the city of Hartford. He was airlifted to Bronson Hospital in Kalamazoo for emergency treatment, but did not survive. Police determined that the baby had suffered blunt force trauma injuries and the cause of death was ruled murder. After a lengthy investigation, Jacob Tanner was developed as a suspect and arrested on Monday. Tanner is now charged with homicide and first-degree child abuse. He was arraigned and being held in the Van Buren County Jail without bond. Two constitutional amendment campaigns submitted signatures on Monday to qualify to appear on the November ballot. One called Promote the Vote 2022 and another called Reproductive Freedom for All. The first would expand early voting and drop boxes, protect against voter intimidation, improve absentee ballot tracking, and other steps to modernize election administration. Michael Davis Jr. with Promote the Vote says the goal is to ensure that no matter what party or candidate someone supports, where they live or what they look like, their voice will be heard and their vote will be counted. And what we know is that that voters across Michigan want an election system that is secure and accessible The common sense provisions in Promote the Vote 2022 do just that. Organizers of Promote the Vote 2022 delivered nearly 670,000 signatures to the Secretary of State's office. Opponents say these policies lead to voter fraud, but there is little evidence to support those claims. The Reproductive Freedom of All initiative submitted more than 753,000 signatures. The St. Joseph Township Planning Commission has approved a special use permit for an outdoor sports complex proposed by the St. Joseph Youth Sports Foundation on 40 acres of property at Maiden Lane and Hollywood Road. The foundation's Nicole Schmidt told commissioners Tuesday that Hanson Properties is providing the land, which is currently used for farming, They have big plans for the complex. We have football fields, softball, baseball, a playground, splash pad, indoor batting cages, a walking trail around the property with fitness stations, obviously parking, concession stands, pavilions, locker rooms, and a medical room. Schmidt says the St. Joseph Youth Sports Foundation has raised close to $1 million, and once all plans are approved, it will raise the other roughly $4 million needed. land is zoned as industrial, and Township Planners noted on Tuesday a sports complex would be a far better addition to the area than a factory. Schmidt said there's not enough space available for local sports programs for them to grow. Now that the Planning Commission has approved the permit, it has to go to the St. Joseph Township Board of Trustees, which could happen next month. It'll take a few years to develop the complex. It looks like bird scooters may not be operating in the city of St. Joseph. During a Monday City Commission meeting, the body was to get an update on the status of the company's scooter rentals in town. But Mayor Laura Goose noted they appear to have pulled back, at least for now. She says there were only a handful of scooters spotted over the weekend. I don't know that there's much for us to discuss because they haven't put scooters out, really, because the two to four that were out were probably coming from the city of Ben Harbor. They, they were. Yeah. Goose said the Bird app shows the scooters were rented in Ben Harbor. It was noted that Bird had hired a new manager for the area but it seems all the scooter rentals are taking place in Benton Harbor. There had been complaints about scooters being left around town when Bird launched its rental service in St. Joe. Bird said it needed to have more scooters in town for the operation to be profitable. Organizers of Coloma's Glad Peach Festival are glad to announce its return on August 6th and 7th downtown Coloma after two years off due to the pandemic. Glad Peach President Vanessa Pentridge said she's excited for the return of the festival. Oh, I'm very excited. I've always been a community advocate, and I believe that Our community loves our small festival, and I think we needed it back. The festival, which has been taking place for more than 50 years, is a celebration of the gladiolus flowers and peaches, which are both grown locally. The festival is held the first weekend in August and provides two days of family-friendly fun for all ages. Events include live music, 5K run and walk, a classic car show, a parade, and a fireworks show. The Michigan State Police Commercial Vehicle Enforcement Division has a special enforcement period taking place this week, as it inspects commercial vehicles around the state and watches out for safety violations on the road. MSP Motor Carrier Lieutenant David Haynes tells us the Motor Carrier's division focuses specifically on commercial vehicles like semis. We're looking for distracted driving, extremely hazardous, not paying attention to the road in front of you to stop traffic, to construction zones, improper lane usage, speeding, following too closely. Another one that goes right along with distracted driving is mobile use. It is illegal to use a handheld device while operating a commercial vehicle. Haney notes that semis can cause quite a bit of damage whether involved in a crash, so it's important that safety rules be enforced. Officers will also be looking out for signs of impaired driving as part of their campaign. This is the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance's Operation Safe Driver Week. And a new autobiography on Detroit Tigers' great Willie Horton is now available. In Willie Horton, 23, Detroit's own Willie the Wonder, Horton discusses his 18-year baseball career, including a well-documented effort in 1967 to bring calm during the Detroit riots. We had a split doubleheader and the second game. They called it off, so we had to go home. But next thing I know, I just put my street clothes in my duffel bag and went there and tried to bring peace to the people. But yeah, I was in my whole uniform. <laughs> Despite his illustrious career that included having his number 23 retired by the Tigers and being inducted into the Michigan Sports Hall of Fame, Horton says it's his family that he remains most proud of. Next week, the 79-year-old Horton will serve as an honorary coach for the American League at baseball's annual All-Star Game at Dodger Stadium. Download the Newstalk Sports 94.9 WSJM app and listen online anywhere. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Dave Wolf.